Blog Talk Radio. everyone. I send my welcome to our beloved friends and family around the world tonight. Welcome to Dr. Catherine May's blog talk radio program channel panel. Today is Wednesday, July 16th, 2014. And tonight's show we have Catherine as our host and channel. And I was just told we have a special guest of Mother God who we haven't heard from at least through Catherine, in a while, so I'm so excited. We're going to hear from Mother God tonight on the heel of Father God's channeled message yesterday. And I believe we also have St. Germain with us tonight to bring his message with us. This is Meg, your co-host, calling in from the greater Atlanta area in Georgia. And tonight Catherine is calling in from Cleveland, where she's with her brother Tom and their family there. Good evening, Catherine. Hi, Meg. Hi. Well, I'm moving pretty fast, actually. I'm back in New York. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, um, yeah, uh, Noev needed to get back to school, our little five-year-older, old, who lives here. Um, and my older brother has come to spend time with Tom, my brother who's ill. So that was a good that was a good thing. Um, so we'll see. We I'm sending him big hugs and love, and and um, hoping that the wind will be under his wings uh, when he departs. He doesn't seem to be quite ready yet, but. That's where, that's what I've been doing. So um, I'm back home, which is lovely. And we had a nice event today. Uh, Gabriella and I installed a lovely big white geodesic dome tent in the backyard, up in in the woods, um, look overlooking the forest and the fields where you can see the sunset. <laughs> mm. so we have an extra bedroom now. <laughs> which oh, lovely. just seemed so fun to be to have a beautiful spot outdoors. 
so I got this lovely white tent. It's a um, very simple design, but it's nice and round, you know, and it's you can stand up inside it. It's just lovely. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to be camping <laughs> in the backyard. How fun. I bet you Noeb is so excited. <laughs> she is. And the first thing, the pets came out, of course, and wanted to jump on the bed and, and run around on it and, you know, express their feelings. They loved it. So the cat and the dog were all excited about camping, too. <laughs> It's so summer, you know, it's a good thing to do in the summer to make sure you get to sleep outside sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yes, we have Mother God tonight. And I asked <laughs> I asked her and I asked St. Germain about, you know, what they would like to talk about. And Mother God said her her talk tonight has a title. The title is On Being Right. <laughs> oh, okay. And I asked St. Germain what he was going to talk about, and he said, oh, something fun. So that's as much as I know <laughs> about what they're going to talk about. <laughs> a surprise for you as well as us. <laughs> uh-huh. well, that's just as well. So it's I get to listen to it once and say it once, and, you know, that's more fun that way anyway. All right, so we also are going to answer questions tonight. It's Wednesday, and Wednesday night is a good time for us to answer questions. Um, so we have our our panel ready, and we will do that at the after the channelings. And like I just, to give I'm seeing the numbers light up now. People yep, are they're coming. Up <laughs> to ask questions. So <clears throat> that will be at the end of the call. But I don't think it's going to be a long call. They've um, the channelings have been a little bit shorter in, recently, and since I have so many messages coming, they've sort of tried to create a flow. I was told as we were. We were talking a little while ago about, uh, I was told by Archangel Michael um, about a week ago, I think, that they would be giving me a message every day. And so today I think they're counting this as one of the messages today. (laughs) But uh, I've also been getting messages from all different ones, which is fun. Mm-hmm. So it was Archangel Michael and Sanat Kamara and Father God and Saint Germain and now Mother God. So lots of different folks coming through, and that makes it fun. Well, speaking of messages, why don't I give people a little information that are new on the call? Mm-hmm. Catherine's website that you can find all of her channeled messages, which are amazing and numerous going back several years, is on her website, whoneedslight.org, whoneedslight.org. And you have Sananda Jesus' new scriptures. You have 
messages from Mother, Father, God, and other galactic and cosmic friends and family um, called When God Pinched My Toe, going back, I think, over 200 messages. And you can also have access to the current messages when they come out, as well as order Catherine's book called Who Needs Light, which Mother God has called the Manual for Ascension, which was a collaborative effort with Catherine and many of her cosmic family and Mother, Father, God, and St. Germain. Wonderful book with several payment options, and you can find those selections there. We also have a Facebook page where you can find the latest messages when they come out, minute by minute, and that is Healing for Ascension Tour. And we also have a personal Facebook page for people that would like to get to know each other who follow the messages and are on their own spiritual path, and that is Healing for Ascension Tour Group. And we can interact together and share each other's experiences and get to know one each other and find out who's in your town that might also be along the same line and give you some family and friends to talk to. And I also have a Facebook page for people that would like some health information. I'm an acupuncturist and nutritionist. And while we're on the Ascension Path, if anyone has any um, physical issue that would like my two cents about some natural healing methods, um, you're more than welcome to find me on Facebook at Wisdom Within hyphen Meg Davis. And I'm happy to um, answer your messages and, uh, and help you along your path in the physical realm until we're not any longer. So thanks, Catherine. I think that catches up, everybody. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to add that. What was it I wanted to add? You, you went right through it really fast. So, <laughs> well, if I think of it, I'll mention it later. But anyway, oh, yes, I know what I wanted to tell people. A lot of times people think that the book, Who Needs Light?, is the same as the messages, Hmm. uh, the channeled messages. And I want to assure people it's not. There's nothing in the book that is also on the website. So it's not um, repetitious. If you've read everything on the website, the book will still be a completely different um, kind of information that comes out of my training as a clinical psychologist. So it's, it's um, based on clearing away the neurological residue from the things that happen in childhood that are disturbing, confusing, difficult. And so we're doing brain clearing, really, um, kind of spring cleaning for your brain, and that's that's much of what the book is about. Um, that may not be an exact synopsis, but <laughs> that works. <laughs> it's not the same as the channeled messages. Um, actually, I started writing "Who Needs Light" about 25 years ago when I was working with Amos, who was my therapist and my mentor and teacher and the man who developed, who originated the technique that I now call visual centering. And there are also the visual centering videos on YouTube. There are a few more, I think. It's, you just go to YouTube and type in visual centering, and there is a technique that's very helpful for clearing your brain and 
preparing yourself for ascension. Um, a lot of people have asked me, you know, have said, well, I went there and I tried to do it and I couldn't get it right. Well, when I posted those messages, those um, videos, I never expected that anyone would be able to really learn the technique videos, but I've been delighted to see that it has been really helpful for a lot of people, so give it a try. See what you can learn. Visual centering. So that's for for all the new folks and for those of you who haven't tried all the different modalities that are available there. They're all free, so the book we just asked for people to either pay just the shipping or to pay for the book if they can because I need to be able to replace them too. So that's the the early show wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> I think we covered everything then. I should remember to say that every once in a while. Oh, and I wanted to also this is what I was wanting to say. I got so many lovely emails and so many just loving and delightful and encouraging and supportive and just warm, beautiful emails from people after um, Father God and, or, yeah, Father God and Sanat Kamara asked for feedback from people. I received a number of channelings from other channelers um, who had who had called upon uh, John Smallman called upon Jesus to confirm you know are these channelings valid and true and and all these channelings have come in from other channelers and it was just lovely so I thank all of you it was so generous and kind I would never have solicited this in you know this help on my own but father god and sanat kumara and others i think saint germain also mentioned wanted to just clear the air and put it to rest so people don't have to feel nervous and feel doubtful um yes i really am channeling them and as i've told people a lot you know you can hear you can hear when i channel these people if you open your heart and you really listen with your heart, you can feel their energy. And I know that's true because people wrote to tell me that, that they can feel the energy of Father God and St. Germain and so on, these folks that they now are getting a real feel for who these people are. And once you have a feel for who they are, you can really tell just from the energy that comes through. You can tell that that's really Father God, and you can tell it's really Saint Germain and and Mother God, and so on. And Mother God is wonderful to channel because her warmth just comes through so strongly. So we have a treat tonight. I really enjoy channeling Mother God. And I know others love to listen to her. In fact, I got an email this week. Somebody said, we haven't heard from Mother God for a long time. Well, why don't you bring her through? And so I 
asked who'd like to come tonight, and there was Mother God. So this is nice. You can put in a request for who you want to hear. (laughs) In fact, I think they like that. So let's see what Mother God has to say. I can already feel her presence. I have a big smile on my face. <laughs> she just she feels so warm and and powerful too. All right, then I'll step aside and let Mother God come through and bring you her message. Thank you, Catherine. I'll just give you a few seconds to make your connections clear and strong, and we. Welcome, Mother God. We are so glad you're here with us tonight. What a treat. Well, thank you, dear Meg. Oh, it's a treat for me, too. And I'm telling you, we are dancing here. I love to dance, and I feel like singing and dancing tonight. Just because. It's such a wonderful time And you can't see what we see, but the planet is just lighting up. People seem to be just doing such a good job of of taking in the information we have to offer them and, and really looking for the brighter things to come. It makes so much difference. In the way you interpret events, it makes so much difference in the way you feel about what's happening. When you lift your sights and you look out at the world with hope, then even if something difficult comes along, even if it's really unpleasant, you can just ride it out. You can even soar above it. And look down and say, oh, yes, that's a mud puddle down there. I think I won't step in it. And you just keep on going. These days, that's important because the energies are rising on the planet. Still, you know, we've been telling you for months, the energies are rising, and they really are. It has been an increase. With each full moon, you begin to feel a higher vibration. And yes, the energies are flowing across the planet and people are really starting to feel it. Now, you who are listening here are really lucky because you're getting the inside information and you know what to expect. So when you start to feel a little bit of a headache or you feel a little off balance or woozy or don't quite know what's affecting you, well, you can just say to yourselves, oh, yes, I recognize this now. That's the ascensionitis symptom. Well, if you have a headache, we have a good cure for you. We heard Catherine say this to someone just recently, and I think it's a very good suggestion. If you feel a headache, 
you say to yourself, ah, there it is. That's the high, intense energy that's coming. Well, I welcome it. I open my heart. I open my brain. And then you breathe into your brain and you feel all the channels opening, just like you're making a great big yawn. And you put your arms up and out to the side and you say, Ah, I welcome it. I absorb it. It is mine. Thank you. And voila, your headache is gone. Because you see, the headache comes from resisting. From, well, what doing what might feel like crunching down in your brain, squeezing down to stop the pain. But when you do that, you stop the flow. And your brain wants to flow. You're getting more and more creative, haven't you noticed? It's the, it's the uh, greater flow, more sparkles in your brain because your DNA is changing. You're igniting new connections every day. And so allow it. Beloved ones, welcome it. Embrace it. Open your heart. Open your mind. And open your brain, too. There are parts of your brain that are very handy. Of course, we have often talked to you about how to recover from having fallen in love with your brain, as you've been taught over the years. You know, if you can just think, you don't need anything else. Well, of course, that's nonsense. And it did lead a lot of people down the path that I'm going to talk about tonight. It led people to think that if you just think hard and try to search out every fact you can possibly find, as you do when you're searching the Internet, for instance, you could search the Internet forever and you would never find the key to happiness. That is in your hearts, beloved ones. You could search the libraries of the world forever and you would never find the magic word which would open the key to make you happy. Happiness is in your hearts and it is in your connection to us. Even if you were alone on a desert island, When you connect to your heart and you consciously feel the connection to us and to your higher self, ah, what a feeling that is. You can never, never be alone. You will never feel alone because you're not. You're never alone. In fact, we've had some complaints from people. My goodness, can't you give us any privacy? You always appear just as I walk into the bathroom. 
Well, yes, we do. I confess we do tend to do that. Because the moment you close the bathroom door, you're by yourself and you hear us. And so plan a few moments and give us a time to reach you and tell you what it is we're we're thinking about and when we'll make an appointment to talk with you. But it is nice to be able to contact you. And we have noticed that when you shut the door and you're by yourself, that is when we can send you um, a call. I'm, I'm chuckling here because when Sanat Kamara used to call Catherine, he would play the sound of her cell phone ringing. Actually, it was her old cell phone call. The tone, you know, that sounds when your cell phone rings, he would use the one that would ring the same tones that that the phone would ring when he knew her. And so that was rather amusing, I thought. Other people like to send you a song. So when you hear a song playing through your head and it keeps going over and over again, First, notice. Notice the lyrics of the song. Often, it's not the entire song that's really relevant, but a pretty line or a perfect um, tagline that might just give you a lift. Well, you know, beloved ones, you can always know that that is your higher self or one of your dear master's coming through to say hello to you and perhaps to give you a message. So be alert. Listen for the signals that we send. It's very easy. And with this this little technique that we use when we play a song, each one of us has a theme song that we'll use when we come through to you so that you know if it's Mother God or Father God or St. Germain or Archangel Michael, we can each choose a song to play for you, and then you'll keep us straight. Well, we do sometimes play jokes, but that's just to make sure you know who we are. So you won't rely too much on just the song. We want you to feel our presence. We want you to know us. Just as you know the people around you, just as you know your loved ones, each one of them has a different energy signature, don't they? You know when your dear sister walks into the room, or your partner, or your friend, you could, you could recognize them a hundred yards away by their energy. And indeed, we are the same. So, I, was, I told you I would talk about being right. Being right is um, a very human thing. It's a trap that many of you have fallen into from time to time. And I'll bet you know who you are. 
It is a dreadful feeling that, oh, no, I must be right. I can't be wrong. I'll be embarrassed. I'll be shamed. I can't stand it if I'm not right. Well, dear ones, I have some rather startling news for you. The fact is, you are never right. None of you. You're never right. That does not mean you're wrong. But you're never right. So all of this hullabaloo about trying to stand your ground and insist on your point of view and get your opinion across and so forth. Politicians do it all the time. You've noticed that, of course. I'm right about this because I know I'm right about this. There was even a time in your in the United States when people were saying things like, well, President Reagan may not actually be right about what he's saying, but he believes it, so that we really respect. <laughs> as long as he believes it and he sticks by what he believes in, that's integrity. Well, nonsense. Being right has nothing to do with integrity. Nothing at all. In fact, often it's just the opposite. Anyone who can acknowledge that they've been wrong, well, that takes real integrity. It takes no integrity at all to beat your chest and blow your own horn and so forth. Not at all. That's just what we call ego. And so, this is my little warning that I hope will be very easy for you and helpful. If you ever find yourself saying, oh, I know this, I know I'm right, and you're wrong, well, dear ones, let me tell you how this works. You are never right. Because you cannot be. There is no way on the face of this earth that you can really know the truth about the important things. That was part of the plan. That's what the veil is. You can't possibly know all about anything. Just try it. Quote for me all the baseball scores going back to 1919. Is there anyone who can do that? Even if they could. What about that other timeline? You weren't present on that one. And what about that other civilization on another planet that's playing baseball as well? You see, dear ones, you can't be right. And so, let's talk about the important things. Creation. How old is the universe? How could you possibly know that? We don't even know that. And we know a lot more than you do because we have a much better view. So, when you think of it as, you know, this is why you want to hear our channelings because 
we're sitting up here at the top of the mountain where we can see much more than you can, and we're reporting to you what we see and what we know. Well, I guess you could say there's more to it than just sitting on the mountain, but we are involved with things that you could not possibly understand or know anything about. Now, there has been a great deal of discussion lately about how does it happen that sometimes different channels that we have loved and listened to quite a lot sometimes channel something that sounds a little bit different. Well, it's just a point of view. The point of view of the person who's channeling and the point of view of the one who is coming through. And the way that being, that higher being, decides to present the story. Sometimes we'll tell a story one way. Another time we'll tell it another way. It is our effort to help more of you to understand because there are some things that some people grasp very easily with images. There are other things that other people grasp very easily with words. And so we like to vary the way we tell things. This does not mean that one is true and the other is not. Not at all. We see infinitely. Now, I ask you, how are we going to put that into a few English words? We see universes. We see the dynamics between the universes. We see the way creation works. We understand, dear ones, the laws of physics in a way that, well, you have the expression, it would blow your mind. It would. If you could see what we see, you would understand that there on the face of the planet, you know practically nothing about what's going on in the universe, in the cosmos. You know practically nothing about who Mother, Father, God are, except, of course, those of you who have been reading and listening to these messages for a long time. There is a kind of cumulative effect. You learn quite a lot about who we are just by being here with us and hearing our voices and listening to the way we think, especially the way we think about you. And so we wish for this. We wish for you to become more and more familiar with who we are and the way we feel toward you. We could say a thousand times to you, I love you without end. And I would hope that each time I say those words, they sound a little different. And they reach a little deeper into your poor, sore hearts. 
You have worked very hard, all of you. It is an arduous trip, this lifetime on earth. Every lifetime is arduous. We understand that. We helped you create it. Of course we understand it. I'm always amused when someone will say, oh, well, you know, those those beings up there in heaven really don't know what we experience here. You are kidding, of course. We are here right beside you every moment of the day. We hear your breath. We feel your heartbeat. We know your thoughts. How could, could we not know? How could we not know what it's like? Aside from the fact that we have incarnations here too. We have all experienced life on earth. Otherwise, how could we teach anything? That would not be fair. You see, we have no reason to want to be right. Not about anything. We just want to be true. And we want to understand deeply, completely, heart to heart, exactly what you feel. Exactly what you know so that we can help you. And what we're doing is to give you more information, not so that you can be the one in your group who is most right, but so that you can be at peace. This we wish for you, beloved ones. Your time in the lower dimensions on planet Earth is limited now. Everything is changing. You read the posts and the announcements about the revaluation of currencies and the expectations for such a beautiful life to come. Well, this is another part of that question about being right. There has been a belief rampant belief on planet Earth that if only you have enough money, you're right about everything. You must know everything. You must be that more valuable than others. You must be more precious to God because, of course, we know that God bestows blessings upon those he likes. Well, I will tell you, there could be nothing further from the truth. We bestow blessings on everyone. Absolutely everyone. Some of you, well, it's sort of like a a soccer game, let's say. Some of you notice it when we pass the ball to you. And you do something with it. Make a goal. And then the world cheers and puts you on their shoulders. That's the way we send you blessings. Many people could be standing in a rainstorm of blessings and not even notice. And they fail to pick up the gold that's raining down around them on the streets. Nor the messages of love that are raining down around them. 
We send you all blessings, beloved ones. From the richest to the poorest, the tallest, the shortest, the biggest, the fattest, the skinniest, the most beautiful, the most homely. We don't care. We don't look at those things. We see your hearts. We see your light. And believe me, you are wrong about your ideas that the most beautiful people are the ones with the most light. Of course, that's ridiculous. In fact, there is a a rather interesting rule of thumb that you can apply if you like. And that is that the ones who come here and live the most difficult lives, the most, have the most atrocious experiences, who live through trauma and abuse and poverty and living as a minority in a hostile environment, those are the heroes. Those are the masters because they're the ones who come here to experience the worst of what earth has to offer. And when they rise above it and people know their story, it is an inspiration to all. And you're very interested. You always have been in where people come from and how they were raised and how they managed to end up where they are and so on. You have lots of descriptions of that, like a self-made man. I wonder, do you also have the expression a self-made woman? You get the idea. You're interested in how people do it. How did they accomplish it? How did they become successful after a difficult time in childhood? Well, I can tell you, dear ones, there is one magic formula. They work at it. They practice. And this is why the masters often choose the most difficult lives. They have an inner drive and a feeling an inspiration that carries them. They want to succeed. They want to do well. They want to come back to their loving embrace with us. And they're not willing to wait until they die. That is the mark of a master. One who can come out of the darkest, most Mm, depraved or uh, godless kind of environment and turn to God. Open their arms and embrace us. And we are there always. And so these fairy tales that are told about wealth and power are just a leftover, a residue of the days of 
the reptilian stranglehold on earth. They wanted you to believe that wealth is power and that darkness is power and they are power and so on. That is fading quickly, isn't it? All around you, you hear people saying, oh, I just can't stand this job. I'm going to go do something where I can be of service to others. And I don't care about the money. Now, people who have a large family responsibilities, it's not as easy for them. But we hope that those families will find a way to help their dear ones to not have to go to a job that's tedious and boring and where all they can do all day long is push paper around and add up columns of figures. It is becoming more and more meaningless in the feel of it, isn't it? People are no longer interested in collecting all the objects they can possibly own. That is a... (laughs) I like your expression. That is so 2000. (laughs) Or that is so 1990. You have moved beyond it, beloved ones. You're seeing that every object has been in some way created from the resources of Mother Earth. And given that she is not a gigantic, massive planet with absolutely unlimited resources, and if she had been, she would have been even more popular on the radar of those who wanted to pillage. They are gone. And now it is time for all of you to rise up, stand up on your two feet and look around and look for the places in your life where you can make a difference. Now, still there are those, the naysayers, who say, oh, it's a dog-eat-dog world and you never get anywhere and no matter how you try, they are always going to put you down. Well, it simply is not true. Yes, there are still enough people out there acting silly. A number of them are in your government. Yes, I'll say it. The idea of suing your dear president is just beyond absurdity. We do watch these things, you know. Spirituality is intimately connected with the marketplace, the politics, the traditions. All of it is about how you live. Why wouldn't Mother and Father God be interested in how you live, how you behave, how you treat each other? Well, you've had a number of presidents who 
sat there in their in their offices and decided while Congress was out that they would pass some laws and pass lots of them. It has been a habit that's been building. In fact, the president before Obama, yes, that one, used this power many times more than Obama has. Now, how do you find it sensible that this group is going to sue the president for doing less of what their president did? This makes no sense at all, does it? Makes you think there must be something at stake here. Do you think they might be trying to capture the press? you think they might be trying to stir up a story, a scandal, a drama? Their other false flag operations haven't worked. The world is on to them. So, they will just make a stink in the, ro- in the halls of Congress and get everybody upset and by threatening this and threatening that. It does make you think, doesn't it, that they're trying to distract you from something. What do you suppose that might be? Mm-hmm. You feel it coming, don't you? Your blessings are just, well, as St. Germain said, a half a breath away. They are now an eighth of a breath away. Be patient, beloved ones. If you read between the lines, you know important good work is being done. On every front, Look what's happening in Iraq. There is true negotiation. Elections. Hope. They've finally gotten rid of their dictator. And they are beginning to feel a bit of an opening. A bit of a feeling of camaraderie even with those that they have held at an arm's length because, of course, they're different religions and you can't talk to anyone who's a different religion, well, they're suddenly seeing that there's something much bigger at stake here, something much more wonderful than winning and being right. You see the troubles that it gets you into. Here we have the Shiites and the Sunnis. And they both want to be right. It's all they care about is being right. And they were willing to fight each other tooth and nail in one form or another until somebody is proven right. Well, there are very skilled and very successful people around. Successful, I mean, who've helped them. Their plans have been successful. They've been successful in creating an atmosphere where those same folks who thought they had to be right, do or die, 
are suddenly saying, my goodness, we have some real potential here. It could actually happen that we could organize a country that will function to help its people. We can make things work here. We will have the money. Now, we can have the will to do that. We can gather together and make this happen. We'll just need to talk a little more. We'll just need to think a little harder about this. We'll just need to open our hearts. And suddenly they find themselves feeling real affection for their brothers. There aren't many sisters there working in the government, you know. But there will be. And so the light is beginning to dawn. We could be a world power. We could succeed here. We could have functioning schools and water, fresh water, electricity working all round the clock. It could be really delightful here. They're beginning to feel it. They're beginning to see the dream. And that, beloved ones, is the first domino. You've been told the first domino is the RV. But really, it is hope. It is the understanding that there is no darkness that can get in the way of true cooperation of heartfelt companionship and love for one another. These are the blessings we have to give you. Not just the money. That's just the tool. The tool is to be used to lift up the hearts of everyone who is in need. And someone who is in need of money, or better yet, someone who is in need of um, food, shelter. It's not money anyone needs, really. No one needs money. You just need the things that help you to live comfortably. Enough food, enough money, clean water, clean air, and a family and friends to surround you. That's what everyone needs. So you see, as I'm describing this, it doesn't matter what religion you are. It doesn't matter if the things you always believed are really true or not. It doesn't matter. I can see the wheels turning. You mean if I was raised a Catholic and I just drop all that, won't I go to hell? Won't it be... Won't I be punished? Won't it... 
Won't I run amok? Of course not. You have your heart to guide you. You don't need all those rules and regulations. You don't need priests and kings and popes. Our beloved Pope, by the way, knows this. And he, among others, is working to put himself out of a job. By the way, your beloved Obama is doing the same thing. He's working to put himself out of a job because it is time for the people to arise. In every country, every corner of the globe, it's time for the people, not for the religions, not for the corporations, not for the money managers and the bankers, the financiers and the power brokers. No, that era is done. It is over. Now it is time for the people. Now when I say this, understand I am not creating a dichotomy here, the rich people, the poor people. I am saying it's time for the people, for all the people, the ones who've been rich and the ones who've been poor. It matters not. It's time for all the people to drop all those old ideas, all those really radical understandings about how life should be lived, that it has anything to do with money. It doesn't. That you could get there by working hard. That you could get to happiness and paradise by working hard. No, you can't. That idea is simply wrong. You see how many wrong ideas you're swimming in? Money matters? No, it doesn't. Hard work is all that counts? No, it isn't. So much of what you've been pushed into doing is such a waste, such a waste of time. Except that it taught you some good lessons, but now it's time. Now it's time to turn the other way and look around. What could you be doing if you didn't have to work so hard all the time? What would you be doing if you didn't have to constantly be thinking about whether you're going to be poverty-stricken or out on the street? Of course, none of you have had that happen to you. Not really. Yes, look at your saying, oh, well, once I had to live in my car. Yes, but you lived in your car. Well, I had to go to the shelter. Yes, and you had shelter. Think of what you could do if you never again had to think of any of those things. I am charging you with this challenge, beloved ones. Can you go for an entire day 
an entire 24 hours without thinking a thought about money and what it can bring you, what it can cure for you. The blessings we have for you are not going to cure anything. It is the passing on of the love that we give you with those blessings that will cure all the ills. It's not the money itself. That's just a less than temporary thing. It is just the means by which you can go out in the world and make people happy. And the happiness you bring them will be in the feeling with which you present your gifts. That is the truth. Everything else is just stories. So when you find yourself in a position where someone is disagreeing with you adamantly about something, you can just say to yourself, oh, well, maybe I'm wrong. Who cares? It's true. Maybe you are wrong. Probably you are. Probably they are too. So what does it matter? There is a much greater truth, a much higher place you can reach for. Search for that higher truth always. And when you do that, you can't be stuck with one foot in a concept and the other in an idea and try to reach for truth. Drop all theories. Drop all religious concepts and precepts and theorems and explanations and look around you with fresh new eyes. All of it, all of it has been wrong. Only your heart knows truth. Only your heart knows love. And love is the only truth. As long as you are in love, you are far beyond right. You are being true to your authentic self, your soul, your higher self, us, You are being one. That is the only important truth. Everything else is just stories. Well, sometimes stories serve a purpose. Sometimes they help to get you through the day. Sometimes they help to explain things a little bit to put your restless minds at peace. But that's really all it's for. 
Now, am I questioning everything that's ever been taught in school? Not quite, but much of it. It is a lovely thing to become an expert at something. If you want to build a house, build a beautiful house. Educate yourself. It matters, yes. But don't think of it as truth. Think of it as skill. Think of it as perfecting something wonderful. That is an honorable way to proceed. If you want to be an artist, study, learn about all the mediums there are, about all the artists who've come before you in order to create beauty. Those are the kinds of things that you can strive for now. Educate yourselves in something that you love. Become a master in the kitchen. And when you do, put love into every bit of food that you make. And you will be loved by everyone who comes to your kitchen. Be a teacher. But be a teacher of the heart. So that you can use the material you're teaching just as the medium through which you get to love your students. That's what matters. And so, have I laid the ground for you, beloved ones, to leave behind all the ego connections, all the fear and the doubts about whether you're good enough and whether you're smart enough and whether you know enough Instead, accept the idea that you're always wrong. Now you don't have to prove anything to anyone because they're always wrong too. Now isn't that fun? What a concept. There is no such thing as being right. It is an impossible illusion. Just as the concept that there is darkness. It is an illusion. For in the end, you will all turn to the light. And you will rediscover the great truth. That we are love. That you are love. And that we are one. I love you deeply with all my heart. I send you my kisses, my love, my embrace. I am your mother, God. Mm. Thank you so much. Mother God, what a powerful message. 
Wow. I can't possibly even begin to wrap that one up, Catherine. <laughs> that that was one of the most amazing messages I've ever heard you pull through, ever heard given. It was <laughs> pull through. Pull yeah. through. Yeah. I felt like there was something really deep. Yes. In that, that she was yes. trying to express to us. It was very it seemed clear. It to me like yes. there were layers and layers and layers of meaning. Mm-hmm. That yes. went all the way from sitting in your chair to seeing the end of the cosmos. Mm-hmm. She was somehow trying to make that all clear to us. I can't wait to listen to that. Mm. It was it was very powerful, very beautiful, and as much information as she was giving us, it just felt like the biggest hug I've ever been given. <laughs> yeah. Like she was just hugging you and telling you all this, going, I know it's difficult. I know I know you've always been taught this, but let me just remind you of who you are and how I see you. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just what it felt like. I felt like she had her arm around me and was showing me things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's all right. Just keep going. We're going to figure this out. We're going to teach you this. There's a lot to learn. And don't worry. <laughs> oh, that was it was so a little neat. humbling. It was loving and humbling. It's always nice when somebody um, has a humbling message that they do have their arm around you. <laughs> it feels different. When, yeah. when they say you know nothing, it's really great when they have their arm around you when they say that. <laughs> <laughs> It was you can't really take it personally. <laughs> yeah. I that was definitely I felt that. That was so important. She kept trying to reassure us. It's okay. I'm not insulting you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I wanted to be insulted but I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, if anybody yeah. else <laughs> These kinds Said of things that, yes. to us would be oh, hard on it. It was so beautiful. Thank you, thank you, Mother God. It was so yes. powerful. It and I think I think we all probably are in such a different place to receive and feel the love. I think all our hearts are so much more open than even her last visit with us, at least just through you. Of course she's with us all the time, but I meant just mm-hmm. through the message. And I know we probably all feel like we were able to listen and absorb the feeling in the message so much so much more. I know there are many people who feel that. It was very rich. Like you said, the layers, the loving layers all mixed in together, like a transmission, even though we probably got things we didn't even know we were being given. 
Mm-hmm. That's what it felt there's like. A, there was another piece. Oh, gosh, this was so fascinating, just experiencing this. I really got the feeling that they've been uh, working up to this and that they just sent in the big guns. <laughs> it's like, you know, the other messages were kind of preparation and they were building up and they were getting more, a little more complex and a little more detailed and a little deeper and this is the bomb. Mm-hmm. Something like that. <laughs> That's what it felt like. That's very well put. It's exactly what it felt like. This felt like possibly the most important message that has been given yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The most I really and feel the, the way they're working together. You know, that each message is another piece of what we need to know. And that they've planned this very intricately, that each message builds on the one before, even though each one is a different person. I think it's designed to help us understand that, that they are one. Mm. And they are working for us. I guess it was starting with Sananda's message, and each one since then gets, you know, more intricate, deeper, and more challenging, more specifics, more challenges, and more instruction on how to get yourself out of this and raise your vibration and fly. <laughs> Get the I mean, mud she, off shoes. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. Leave them at the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really something. <laughs> I'll, I'll be interested to hear, um, maybe in the chat room, what other people felt. But at one particular point when she was speaking of Iraq, there was a unique feeling I have of being picked up and taken to Iraq and and placed there because she mm-hmm. was able to help me feel what they are doing. Not just the politicians, but really feel what it's been like for them to be at war for so long with mm-hmm. each other in their own hearts. And when she talked about they feel hope that they could really make this happen. I think we all probably got connected to those things in our own life when we actually were planning on something and working for something for so long and then something changed where we actually knew we were going to be able to succeed. Mm -hmm. And what that felt like to turn Mm -hmm. that corner. And she put me right in the middle of that country where I was feeling what they were feeling at some level. And I don't know how she did that. It was really quite miraculous. And to see what this domino is, is not the RV, but this hope that we all can have and cherish, and they're trying to help us see that we're really done. This is really done. And we Mm -hmm. can have and take faith in this hope of what this new world will be like. That was a beautiful trip, Mother God. Thank you. Mm, yes. 
Thank you, Mother God. Oh, wow. I feel so lucky to bring these wonderful messages. Mm-hmm. So, let's see how we're doing. Well, we want to leave time for questions. Okay. We're um, about quarter after nine, so mm-hmm, pretty good. Good. Okay. So, let's see what St. Germain has to say. And then right. after he comes through, I'm willing to... Um, you know, call either one of them back and answer questions, or we may have. Sometimes they just come through, if it's a short answer, they just come through and tell me, so I can just answer it. But let's let's see what St. Germain has to say. Very good. All right, we'll just give you a, okay, a little second. water. <laughs> yeah, get a little water, and that was a long message, actually. <clears throat> Just take a okay. breath. Okay. Good. All right. And I'm sure St. Germain is right here with us. Welcome, St. Germain. We are so happy you're here. Hello, dear Meg. Yes. You notice I didn't say greetings. <laughs> 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 we don't need to use those formal terms with you, you're beginning to understand that we're right here with you. We're understanding, we're listening, we're working with you shoulder to shoulder. And I can tell you, all of you dear ones, that Mother God's message was as uplifting and as exhilarating to us as it was for you. She does have such a way of, as you said, weaving her message around a hug. I will try, although that's what they might call a hard act to follow. I'd like to try to bring through to you something of the joy and the excitement that I am feeling. I am in love. I am in love with all of you. I'm in love with life. You see, we we feel life in ourselves, in our environment, in our universe. When we say life, we don't write we don't really mean the but you mean like this short little period of time you're in that body. Life, life goes way beyond that. Consciousness, vitality, all of it. You will always feel, just as I do. I feel it when I enter the body that I'm accompanying I feel it when I am in our light body form. It is a kind of permanent exhilaration. Sometimes it's even better than others, though, because right now, when I look across the globe, I see such change. I see such tremendous change. 
what a shame that you can't see what we see. And what a shame that your media has not yet opened up to allow you to see these wonderful changes that are happening. Oh, the... You know, you have come through a kind of transition. It used to be, when we talked about the revaluation, that you all kind of had these spikes of energy that had just a tiny bit of greed involved, a tiny bit of the sort of ego that's about, oh, everyone is going to be so glad to see me because I'm going to have so much money. Well, that seems to have really faded away. I'm sorry to say because there have been so many disappointments. But, you know, looking back, truly we couldn't have planned it better. Because all of you have matured so much. You've learned so much. You've learned to listen to the reports from other countries. And even another country like Iraq, how what would it have taken for you to be hanging on the news from Iraq? Think of it. And a, a, a year ago, would you have been paying so much attention to what was going on in the rest of the world? I doubt it. Not in the large numbers that you are now. And once you've done that, you're not ever going to go back. You're going to be thinking about what's going on in the whole world. Not just your family, your neighborhood, your country, but the whole world. It's fitting, isn't it? You are really seeing the globe. You hadn't noticed that, had you? We've talked to you so many times about the world and what we see, you're beginning to see it the way we do. You are with your satellites up there, you know. You have those Google Earth maps. You're actually beginning to look at a lot of them. Now, wait a minute, where is Kazakhstan again? And you go and look it up. What are the boundaries of Russia, Ukraine, where are these these uh, pyramids they're talking about? Where are these underground tunnels? You're learning a great deal about the globe. When we speak of the crystal at the center of Gaia, you picture your beautiful planet with her beating heart. And you see all of it. You see her oceans. You see her forests. The animals, the people, the cities. That is your home. Not the house you're sitting in. Not the neighborhood you live in. That, that beautiful planet, that is your home. We feel that way, too. We've spent so much time working with all of you and and being involved in such an intricate and intimate way. 
with all of the systems of the planet, all of the people. And you know there are masters everywhere around you. They're all here. They're all working to help with this. Not all of them, of course, are in the financial end of it, but everyone, everyone is working to make this happen. The healers, the teachers, and yes, even the bankers. There are many who are now awakening, you know, because it's becoming impossible for them to ignore it. They get so many phone calls of people saying, are you trading the Iraqi dinar yet? (laughs) And of course they've had to find out that the propaganda they've been told is not true. There really is an Iraqi dinar, and there really is a currency revaluation going on across the globe. How many of you knew where Zimbabwe was a few years ago? It is interesting, isn't it? It's thrilling to know that people like you, who don't look like you, who don't speak your language, are really as intricately involved in all of this as you are. And the longer it's dragged on, you know, the more people have become involved in it. And that's a good thing. More and more of you are awakening. More and more of you are taking on that wonderful feeling that Mother God was describing. Hope. Yes, you are. Well, I said half a breath you are now and I blink away from receiving your blessings. You know now that there are some negotiations going on in Iraq and that the result is going to be a stable, secure government. The people of Iraq have not had such a thing for a very long time. Well, and it never was a stable and comfortable place in modern days. There have always been wars and conflict and competition and, of course, great resources and riches there. So it's bound to be the center of difficulties until we've accomplished our goal of flooding the entire planet with so much, so much in the way of riches and wealth and possibility that people are going to forget about buying things and start investing in what really matters. Many have asked, What should I donate my money to? Well, one suggestion I'll make is that do your research very, very carefully. There are some things that are so worthy 
and you want to make sure that you're investing with the right people. Yes, there are going to be free energy programs that will boom as soon as you have your money because everyone is going to want to be investing in that. And I will take some time to talk with all of you about which is the best way to go about that. I'd be happy to do that. We can see from up here which are the the wonderful light workers doing this work to make things better, the ones who truly deserve the support and who are ready to go. There are many who are just awakening to the idea that there could be free energy projects to to take part in, and that's a wonderful thing. Don't feel you have to build your own. There are already plenty of people who are working on these things, and we will help them to collaborate so that we get the best of the best. It doesn't have to be a competition anymore. You know where everybody has to keep it secret because then they have to get a patent and get all the money from their invention, well, it's not necessary now because everyone will be well cared for. They can just concentrate on what they're making and what they're creating and they don't have to worry about whether they're going to pay their mortgage or not or whether their company is going to go bankrupt before they can get their product finished. And they won't need to patent anything. You know, in the old days, that's how everyone got stopped. Send your patent to the patent office and the cabal would murder you or steal it. And that would be the end of your invention. Well, that is no longer going to happen. First of all, the smart people aren't bothering to make up any patents, they're giving it away because they found that if they open it up the way the wonderful networking people have done on um, the internet when they create software and they invite people to help them make it better, of course that's the best way to do it. This is how you're going to be working. Open source, open source businesses, open source software, open source technologies, everything. Think of it. Everyone can get in on the party. Everyone who loves to create will have something that's dear to their heart that they can take part in. It's like being chosen first on the playground. Everyone's going to be chosen first because they're going to choose themselves. You're going to choose what you wish to take part in. If you want to build fresh water systems, do it. If you want to help release the beluga whales, do it. If you want to stop harpoon fishing, do it. And do it fearlessly. So you see how many of you 
are going to be unleashed on the planet. All of you who don't have to do dreadful jobs anymore, or even jobs that you sort of half liked, well, maybe you could do them half as much. Until things kind of level out, you're not all going to quit your job the first day. You have responsibilities to people. You will ease your way out when you know that the responsibilities are taken care of. We're not going to blow up the earth here. We're just going to gradually ease into the most wonderful time. You're picturing it, aren't you? You're seeing the globe. All those people. Think of the ones who used to work in the Motor Vehicle Bureau. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you didn't need any more licenses? Because you're going to be driving spaceships anyway, and wonderful technology, transportation that that doesn't need to be licensed because it's not lethal. And besides, the government won't need all that money anyway to pay all those people so that they can create licenses for you. Think of how much can be just let go. And think of the creativity that will just be unleashed on the planet. It's why we are in love. We have always known that humankind is tremendously powerful, tremendously creative. But you've been so suppressed. You've been so held back. And now, beloved ones, you are at the starting gate and the gun is about to sound. You feel it? You do, don't you? You feel it. You know how exhilarating and how amazing this is going to be. You cannot even... Look, I listed just a few things. You cannot even imagine all the changes it will create. One mind can't even reach that far. To think about all the things that that will happen just in your own family. And then there's the neighborhood, and then there's the whole country, and then there's the whole globe. And then there's the universe, the cosmos. Everything is changing. Everything. The vibrations are rising. Open your hearts, beloved ones. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. This is such a wonderful time to be alive. And in the years to come, you will be saying, to the younger ones. Oh, I was there. I was there. We waited. And we waited and we waited and we sometimes lost our hope. But then another rush of energy would come and we'd turn another corner and there it was. The hope again. And each time we raised our sights. Each time there was a pause and something was overcome, all of us together, we would raise our sights. 
we began to see things we could never have imagined before. We saw the leaves come out on the trees in the spring, and our hearts swelled with anticipation and pleasure. It's going to be a wonderful spring. It's going to be a wonderful summer. We're all in this together. More and more. More and more people are feeling that. Are even saying it. We're all in this together. And what a time it is. Aren't you glad you're here? Aren't you glad we're right here talking to each other right this minute? I can't wait to see your faces when the bell rings. (laughs) Never fear, beloved ones. It is all going to be perfect. It is all going to be perfect. You are about to be given the most wonderful blessings ever to be devised on the planet, in the history of the planet. Now, any of you who have decided that you're going to be anxious about any of this, please put that in the pot with everything Mother God just told you was wrong. Just put it in the pot. Boil it up and let it release itself as steam. Hot air. That's all it is. There is nothing to be afraid of. Nothing, nothing, nothing. There is only hope and love and being together. What could be more glorious than that? Finally, finally, you will be able to feel that being together. Every day, Every day you will have a new experience of being together with someone that you hadn't known before or someone that you had only known a bit and sort of thought was nice or interesting. Well, you are going to feel things and do things together that you had only in your moments of fantasy thought, oh, gee, it'd be nice to go for a walk with my neighbor. Oh, it would be so nice to stop the car and pull over right now and join that game on the playground. You will do those things. And you will be welcomed. Ah, keep it in your mind, beloved ones. Keep the image See yourself in that playground game. That is your destiny. That is what you're here for. Joy, friendship, and fun. And so hang on to your hats, dear friends. We are about to launch. (laughs) Now, I send you 
my big hug to add to the one that Mother God has already given all of you. My love and my blessings. I am your Saint Germain. Namaste. Thank you, St. Germain. I don't think I stopped smiling for a good 20 minutes. <laughs> I was in a playground game. <laughs> I got a hopscotch out in front of me with a rock in my hand. Let's go. <laughs> oh, that was fun. <laughs> oh, thank you, St. Germain. What a wonderful message. So uplifting, so lighthearted. Mm. Oh, vistas, hopes, dreams. We both of them were just showing the whole planet, the whole universe, the stars, the everything open and in motion. Wow, that's how we're supposed to be. All of us. <sighs> Lovely. So, let's see about our um, questions. Wonderful. Well, if anybody has a question, just hit one on your keypad and you'll get in line. And we'll uh, see how many we can talk to tonight. That'll be a treat. Mm-hmm. Do you feel ready? I'm all ready. All right, wonderful. I'll go ahead and start with the one who's been holding the longest. We'll open up area code 805, ending in 2664. Just let us know what your name is and where you're calling from. Oh. Hi, area code 805 2664. Okay. Go ahead and close that line. And we'll go to area code 520, ending in 0288. Welcome. Oh, that's me? Yeah, hello. hello. <laughs> I didn't even realize I had my hand up. Um, let's see. Oh. Uh, hello, Catherine. Hello, Meg. Um, well, this Hi. is Cynthia and I... Um, I I sent a little note to Catherine last night saying that we were packing. We've been very busy packing because we, we want to move. and But, of course, it all hinges on the um, the dinar, which will start a snowball of things. It's just it's very interesting. Everything I've ever been involved in revolves around Iraq and the people of Iraq and now the people, you know, what they're doing. And, of course... Little does the world know that this is like a perfect storm of sorts, you know, and then the GRC and then Freedom Club, and then we all get to go out and do the things that we really wanted to, you know, the people, we organizations, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I, um, I know that listening to you all, or listening to you, Catherine, when you channel, um, mm-hmm. they just make you they just it's just such a wonderful feeling that they all it's just very reassuring it's all it gives you the support 
to mm-hmm. continue and it fills your heart with the love and you know it's right because you can just it just goes right to your heart. And so God, if I I mean it, if I didn't have these calls <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I I could be one of those persons, you know, out there thinking about money every five seconds, et cetera, et cetera. Which it, it's uh, you know, Anyway, yeah, it was easy to get caught up in that. Yeah, well, my mom is really the uh, my mom is really strong, and I'm hoping that one day you'll get to meet her. And just so you'll know, her cancer is practically gone now. She got tested the other day, and she had a she said this is the last PET scan I'm ever going to get. She says my I'm not getting it anymore because you know she. She hears it from me, and she knows I've printed up stuff, and she knows how bad all kinds of x-rays and PET scans and radiation and all those things are. So she has really worked hard at healing herself every night, and also she's eaten well, although she still adores sugar, but she's Uh-oh. really eaten well. I she's know. in her 80s, right? Yeah, she's 87. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you know what? She's been taking, finally they started giving her vitamins, and she's been taking this sort of a multi-B thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it, anyway, she's been doing it for like a year now. and I, I don't know. I think she does it like once a week for three weeks out of every month. Her hair is coming back. Her hair is black. So as soon as I can afford it, <laughs> I want to do that too. You know, actually she has more black hair than white now. Oh, for oh, heaven's sake. When my grandmother died at a hundred, I should say they killed the they they killed the hospital killed her. Um, mm-hmm. She she had you could count the you could count the the gray hairs in her head, you know. So you know we know that we come from pretty good stock, but good anyway, stock. Well, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, I you know what you caught me kind of on guard, but. I just want you to know that your calls have just made the difference in giving us the the will to continue to 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 grow and to live with integrity and honor. And you know what? My mom has really learned that now. Mm. Wow. Anyway. Okay. Well, thank you for checking in. It's always a pleasure <laughs> to talk to you. <laughs> Okay, thank you, sweetie. You guys have All a right, night. I didn't see your email yet, but I'll well, I will okay. definitely just, look I for just, it. I was just thanking you and telling you what was going on and that you know, that's why I didn't send it over the information over to Gabriella and stuff. My computer's been on the blinky a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well yeah. thanks for calling so in and always nice to hear from you. Okay. See you later. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. And best to your mom. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. So let's go on to... I love to hear that. Yeah. That is lovely. She sounded as smiley as we are. (laughs) All right. We're on area code 701, ending in Mm -hmm. 5721. Welcome. Yes. uh, My name is Theo. Uh, from Fargo, North Dakota. I just want to say that I don't want to work that hard. And I wonder what uh, 
and all the goings on, if that's all right. You said you don't want to work that hard? Yeah. I don't think I know what you're referring to, because I thought that St. Germain was just <laughs> teaching us to get ready to learn how to dance in the streets. <laughs> that's, that's what I want to do. I want to work, I want to dance a lot and jump a lot and sing a lot and all those things, but uh, I don't know, I just, I've always felt like the, the jobs that we have make us work so hard. And, right. Uh, not in not always good ways. I mean, I think it's great if we all could be our own boss, but uh, if we could think beyond money, then, uh, you know, think in terms of, I want to do this for somebody. That's and right. It, it can be a free, you know, free-flowing thing where I'm not, I don't have an office necessarily. It's just Theo is the office. And, That's uh, right. Oh. Just come to me and here I'll help you out. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I bet you're fairly new to the calls, are you? Yes, and I, I mm-hmm. don't mean to just talk about myself, but uh, oh no, that's I've okay. I've been listening for a good while, but I, I just I mean it in a more general way. Uh huh. Because this, this you're, what you're describing is exactly the um, the vision that we're trying to create. Exactly, and the more you keep that vision right in front of you, the more you create it. The more you're bringing it into truth, bringing it into reality. So if this is the dream of your heart to be independent, to help people, to do what you love and to not have to be a drudge about it, that is exactly what we're looking for. That's exactly what we're all envisioning. And when you add your your own vision to that, you help to create it. So that's what you're going to be doing. Just let people come to you to be helped if that's what you want. Or go out in the world and offer it however you want to do it. It will be up to you. No more drudge work. Oh, that that is a beautiful concept. Yeah, Thank you very much. Is... Well, love to you all. Okay, thanks, Theo. Nice to hear from you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. North Dakota. Mm. It's a beautiful place. Okay, Mm. shall we try 805? Yes, let's try that one We don't have so many questions tonight. Yeah. So let's see if 805 is with us. Area code 2664, are you with us? Yes, I am. Oh, Welcome. Good. Hi. Give us your name my and name where is, you're calling from. My name is Audrey Pritchard, and I'm from Santa Barbara, California. Hi, Audrey. And Hi, I've Audrey. And I've been to for some time. There has not been any messages about the passengers, and they were to be used when we come in for the big explanations and discovery. And I was wondering what's happening with them. Did You sent me an email, didn't you? No, I didn't. No, you didn't? Okay, I just got one to that effect. I think oh, really? Yes. Uh-huh, same question. And um, I agreed that I would ask 
for that to be for the information to be given to us. Um, I didn't get a clear answer, so I can always tell when I don't get here's the information and it is blah 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 that there's something that they're not ready to tell us yet. Okay. So I'm not sure, of course, I'm not sure why that is or or what it means, but I will certainly ask again because so many people are are wondering. We were told... And considering how they're being taken care of and their families still don't know and it's been a long time. Yeah. Well, we were told they are all safe. Um, They were taken care of, that they were picked up by a ship, and that they are under the care of the Ashtar Command. Okay. So that is still true. Then they're in very good hands, the best they could be. They are in very good hands, yes. So I guess eventually we will find out the truth. But they're not, obviously, not yet ready for disclosure. That was the yes, other yeah. question I asked that was, I think it's linked. Um, I think that when when the ships come or when we are, I think we're first, we're going to be given information first. But I have a feeling, or we were told a long time ago, the RV would be first and disclosure would come after that. So I think this um, loosening of the grip of the cabal had to happen first. Um, There had to be this winding down of conflict and of um, the kind of paranoia that conflicts cause. And they've also done these um, little sort of uh, hit-and-run jobs where they got rid of the stockpiles of nuclear weapons and during the night the suddenly the US stockpiles vanished <laughs> kapoof with a big explosion and they went to Ukraine and brought the, brought out that ship and said okay this is this is not going to be a war so they've little by little been doing these um, individual um, events that have really just all of it, you notice it one one day there's something all in the news in Syria for instance all of a sudden oh, yeah. things are quieter mm-hmm. so there's a lot going on behind the scenes where oh a lot we'll never hear about you know. yeah well we will one day we'll hear about it how they did that, but there are probably a lot more places in the world where the governments are being told, you're not going to do this anymore. And they're being told in some very subtle and interesting ways that we may not know about. So there was, I, I didn't get to read it, but I, I heard there was an, an article in the New York Times a couple of weeks ago that said, you know, the economy is really in trouble because there aren't enough wars going on on the planet. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the mindset. 
I just mm-hmm. feel they could be. I just feel they could could be so useful in explaining the um, loving kindness of these space brothers that they have been with all these months, and it would help so much with the disclosure and if they're going to be used. I hope so. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that that may be the way it plays out, but probably not until they're ready for the disclosure. And then I think we're all going to get a really big surprise. I just have oh, a feeling. Oh, many, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. All right, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay, thanks, Audrey. So I will keep yeah, asking okay. for those, you know, others on the call. I will keep asking for that information about when are we going to have disclosures, when are the healing ships going to come, and what about the people in Flight 370. And each one, each time I've asked about those things, I've, I've heard not yet. So things are moving for sure, but it's a big planet. And there's a lot going on that we don't know about. And, you know, when we think of what's changed here and how things are happening here, well, multiply times, you know, how many people there are on the planet. We're only a tiny bit of the population of the planet. So these same kind of dramatic things are happening all across the globe. So I hope one day we'll be able to see it all because it's so exciting. I just know that people around the world are feeling it too. So it looks like I think this is a record, except for the night that we didn't have enough slots for people to call in. This is the fewest questions I've ever seen. People must be feeling good about, you know, just living in their hearts. Mm, mm-hmm. Oops, here's one more. <laughs> one oh, more okay. question. If somebody okay. wants to slide into home while Wonderful. the game is right. on. Okay. We'll okay. open up area code 239, ending in 6562. Let us know what your name is and where you're calling from. Yes, hi. It's Jackie in Florida. Hi, Jackie. Oh, nice to hear your voice again. How are you? Oh, thank you. Another beautiful, beautiful show. I mean, I'm so moved by these these moments and times with you all. It it just buoys one's up, and and one gains in such confidence and a feeling of love, and and a glorious future for the whole world. <laughs> but I mm. wonder. I know that um, Mother God tonight mentioned something along the lines that people were uh, awakening to the fact that uh, whether certain religions, uh, there were things that had been uh, perhaps wrong, and she mentioned that the Pope and, and Barack Obama were both trying to recede in a way from the picture. They were both, I've forgotten her exact words, but both working on getting out of their jobs is, is sort of what I thought she was saying. And I thought, wonderful, I can't wait for them to get out of their jobs because I think there's some people in the wings waiting that perhaps can bring uh, 
the people together more, and 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 certain things won't be restricting. Beliefs of the past won't be dividing people. And um, I just can't wait for a new government and a new new arrangements. And I wondered if if there was you all had any thoughts about that that area of things. Um, I think well, I feel about this that I think maybe we could ask Tom from the Freedom Club. He he really has done a lot of work on understanding the new laws and the new concepts to come. I I feel it from a more emotional point of view, and that is that I I remember being there when the <laughs> the revolution took place in this country. I remember the hope and the feelings of just thrilling. Which, which revolution, Catherine? Which uh, revolution? The American Revolution. Oh. <laughs> the thrill of being free, of being yes. Yes. a democracy, yes. a real democracy, a real oh, yes. um, a place where people really Pretty have a say about sure. what happens in their government. And, oh, of yes. course, we've... We've gotten to the point where nobody in the government these days can Absolutely. do anything. No, because, we can't. We have no say at all anymore. Yeah, and even the the people in Congress who are really trying to do something don't have any say yeah. either. So it's just well, they kind of devolved. Yes. <laughs> so there is nobody who could really manage this group. Right. Um, well, who is in? Who are in the wings, ready to perhaps come to the rescue of the United States or Iraq or the, uh, areas of the world? I, I understand there are certain people, perhaps in political areas or in economic uh, areas, that are very capable who will come in for perhaps three or four months and um, make everything new again and right, and then the country will have a, a new national election after four months to, to, to vote on the people who have been doing perhaps what will be a wonderful job. And, and if that's the case, they would be a new constitutional, a new government would be instigated under the old Constitution, which is what, you know, the goal mm, the original. That's right, the original Constitution. But there would be an interim period of perhaps three or four months where people who are waiting, who are very experienced in finance, very experienced in trade, very experienced in all these areas, will come in and take over for a while, hold the structure of government together, and, and, and do it openly and honestly. And the people, the voice of the people, will be the determining factor and the cons- it will all be based on the Constitution and common law. And that will be so simple, and it will be, if it doesn't hurt anyone else and you're not doing anything to break the law, um, you know, everything's okay. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but all the structures of government, the alphabetical agencies, the IRS, the EPA, the Homeland Security, all of that will be just washed away and new government new structures will be put into place. But I'm wondering, who are these wonderful people that are going to do this, and is this true? Do you all hear anything like this? Yes, but, of course, you don't hear their names mm-hmm. much. You don't hear... Um, mm-hmm. uh, we know that they're, they are the ascended masters here in mm-hmm. bodies. Yes. Um, we know that... Wonderful. 
you know, they've been named the people, the person that they're hoping will be the president and a few others. Um, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, it's in with the uh, information you were just describing about the common law. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The establishment of the common law courts and so on. There's yes. a yes. there is a website we that we um, we gave out a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. National Alliance. I can't remember now what it is, but I think I'll, it was. Yes. Yeah. It, let's Alliance. look that up. If you if you mm-hmm. find it, Becky, mm-hmm. if you look up common law courts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, Google was- it. You'll find the organization. And there's a lot of information on the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, um, I, just, I can't wait for all this for magnificent change. Hmm? I thank you for your synopsis. You did a very well, nice job of of presenting a hopeful picture. And I well, think I just can't wait. I just yeah. cannot wait for all this. I'm so excited about the future, and I'm in. I'm 81, <laughs> and oh, I'm just you so really excited. Are. Oh, good for you. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm so excited about the future. We're living in the most exciting time. We're privileged to be living at this time. Right. Really. Yes, I agree. souls get to come here. <laughs> well, <laughs> Catherine, thank you so much, and I won't take your time. Well, thank you. And Meg, thank you so much. Thank it's you, It's just Jay. a privilege to have you both. So you, I'll thank let you. you go and answer someone else's call. Yeah, we've got a few more here. So I bet you do. So I bet you we have some people who are going to bring us some information, too. Shall we go to the the longest wait here? Yes. I'm going to open up area code 775, ending in 1642. Welcome. Hello, this is Tricia from Nevada. And as the dear lady was just speaking, and I have the website that you need. (laughs) I knew she would do that. Okay. And it's www.nationallibertyalliance.org. Nationallibertyalliance.org. Thank you. I was just had the privilege of helping our states become fully constituted, and there are now 31 states fully constituted. And um, with all the counties, it's very exciting, and I really encourage people to check it out. Uh, The Power of the Grand Jury um, video is on that first page, the breaking news, and just to be able to get our justice back the way it should be in common law. Um, Mm -hmm. So encourage folks. It's it's a very exciting project that I see as part of the overall changes that are taking place. Wow, that is just great. And you um you were among the people who were helping to make this happen. Well your- yes. You anyone can sign up on the site and mm-hmm. I signed up to be a county organizer for my county and um and so I help to put together what is necessary at this point to do that. But we need a lot more people to become aware of this and to participate. It's we the people. It's essentially the hidden fourth branch of government has been resurrected, but we the people have to step into that position 
and take on that responsibility and that service to our fellow brothers and sisters to get things back to common law because that has been taken away from us for so long now. And we just are stepping into that position to, to do what we need to do, which is very exciting. Oh, I'm so glad you called. So here is the example, folks. Tell us your name again and your county and your state. Um, well, I'm Tricia, and I'm in Nevada. And it, you can go on there and go to the state where you live. It has it right, right. on the website at the top state. So you can see, and then you can see what's going on in your state and what's going on. They do a, they do a Monday night conference call that's very educational and um, have been on radio programs. So those programs are there, but they have an excellent educational format online um, with teaching people about common law. And there will be positions for administrators in each county for this new system that we're putting back into play. And so this is very much, I believe, a part of, of the overall project and one where you really can learn a lot and contribute a lot. And uh, it's very exciting. Wonderful. Thank you for giving us that window. So everybody can take part. Everybody. Absolutely. And we want everyone to take part because the more that learn about this, the better. And I've been handing out little um, slips of paper about it to people so they can go to the website and learn about it because it is a learning and growing experience like all of life is. But you'll get a lot of good help. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So org. Yes, that's correct. And this is really a big part of the answer to Jackie's question. It is. And it's not just in this country either, ladies. This is throughout the world. They have had inquiries in many, many other countries about this. So it's being set up as a model, um, and there is a very important case in the New York um, Federal District Court right now. Right. So that information is there so people can look into it and, and learn. Mm-hmm. And you can sign up to be on a grand jury. Yes, which that's exactly I have done, correct. And it's very simple. You just you know, offer to sign up to be on the grand jury so everybody mm-hmm. can Part, but I love it that you're an organizer. And people can start right in their own town. You don't have to, you know, try to change the world. You can change, get the government set up in your own town. That's essentially what this is. It's that opportunity. Yes. Wow, thanks a lot. My Trisha. pleasure. That was, that was very informative. And keep and in touch, will you? Call us back again and and give us I, updates. Well, they're at 31 states. We need to get all 50 done, and then we need all each more people in each county, so all the folks can participate. Even by just signing up as a jurist and then learning more about it is excellent. Mhm. Okay, great. That's a wonderful place to start. Thank you, Thanks. ladies, for all you do. What a great forum and such wonderful, wonderful messages. Just um, heartfelt and uh, very changing for us. Just, just, uh, just a blessing. 
We appreciate it very much. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, one more. All right, we're opening up area code 310, ending in 1099. Just let us know your name and where you're calling from. California. All right. 310, are you there? Oh, Oh, Uh, I'm calling from Los Angeles. My name is Raisa. Can you hear me? Yes, hi, Raisa. Okay, very well. Thank you. Um, uh, wonderful messages from uh, Beloved Mother God and St. Germain. Uh, thank you. I uh, wanted to share this. Um, last week I went to the premiere of uh, a new uh, Netflix series uh, called uh, Hemrock Grove. Uh, at the large auditorium in Hollywood, and um, it was filled with young uh, people, uh, men and women, uh, and um, uh, it was it was a horror uh, series, uh, one of the ninth that has has been already done, uh, and they're uh, either already premiered it uh, on television or about to do that. Um, it's filled with violence and drugs and uh, um, uh, rape and police raids and mutilated animals and uh, on and on and on from the beginning to the end. What um, is it? There was, uh, I'm sorry? You said it was a serious program? Yes, it's a Netflix series uh, called Ham Rock Grove. Um, I and was going to yes, I was going to you explain uh, us about this. What what was the Yes, I was going to go to the microphone at the Q and A session after, uh, but I didn't. But I hope everybody uh, comes together on this. Um, my question would be: uh, What set of values motivated the writer, producer, uh, or actors to participate? Uh, in in this, um, uh, it is uh, um, something that needs to be done. Uh, the young man that was sitting next to me, uh, who goes to the film school, LA Film School, he was from Norway, and he said, uh, "This is just one of the series. There's another one, and another one. He, uh, what I remember he named was American Horror Story. Another." serious. This is what the young people in the country where we live uh, view, uh, and, uh, and they are programmed with that um, type of uh, uh, subject. Uh, the interesting point to it is that all the violence and all the horrors in the film uh, were um, uh, had beautiful, romantic, loving music in the background. Oh. Um, I was uh, thinking on this subject um, uh, from the point of exposing Hollywood, transforming Hollywood. I would like to have, uh, to see something uh, uh, of a positive nature, something right. done to this. Um well, let's Which ascended master would be most up to working on this? And I would love for people to come together and send letters 
to Netflix, to these to these companies that produce these things, because uh, that uh, affects the young minds greatly. Of course. All right, let's talk about this um, from a more positive point of view to think about what we can do about these things. Um, First of all, we cannot go. We can refuse. We can boycott. We can write to the producers. We can write to, um, you know, the people, the, the directors, the writers, and so on. We can express our point of view, and we can refuse to go to these things. We can refuse to take our families. We can discuss it with our children. And we can simply refuse to let our children go to these things. And think about it. We're about to launch into an entirely new era. A lot of this stuff that has passed for entertainment, I think, will no longer be even interesting. Because when we have the funds, and the will to help artists develop in such a way that they don't need to make money, then those talented filmmakers who have been putting out all this sensationalized stuff because they know it'll sell won't have to do any of that anymore. I think it's going to change the entire tone of Hollywood and of movie making. Because if nobody has to make money on the film they're making, they're going to make very different movies. So I think a lot of this is going to be taken care of by the fact that there will no longer be a money element in it. True. I'm looking at it this way. I can refuse to turn television on. As a matter of fact, I don't even have one. Uh, But then I live in a society that watches this television uh, program, uh, and I would like to do something about it. Well, we've had some pretty successful letter-writing campaigns. I know that there have been very successful campaigns that targeted the sponsors. For instance, if there's a a sponsor behind these things, you boycott the sponsors. And you'd be surprised how fast things change. (laughs) When they start, you know, refusing to buy Tide detergent because it's sponsoring a disgusting television show, they will stop. It happens all the time. So we need to use our power. And you can begin now. You don't have to wait. Think about it and get your friends to think about it. I'm sure you know other people who feel the same way you do. Check the Internet. I bet you, you know, Move On is always doing these kinds of campaigns. And there is Change.org where you do a a petition. So you can create a petition and you can aim it at any company 
or any person where you want to get a message across. So find out who's, who's in charge. Find out who's sponsored it. And send a petition uh, to yes. them. Yes, sponsored by Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. I have uh, Give Netflix question. a hard time. Yes, <laughs> will do. <laughs> uh, petition is a great idea uh, to start with. Um, I, I have a question, uh, dear Catherine. Uh, um, make it- since, uh, I, uh, I, I was born in Russia. I was raised there, and um, I was not programmed with the monetary system uh, as much as uh, uh, the people uh, in the West or the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet uh, I've been living here long enough uh, to uh, get into the system and, uh, and get it into my head as well. Um, what would be the best uh, uh, way uh, uh, to deal with people that are so rooted in the, uh, in the money currency programming in their head? What would uh, St. Germain say about it or, or, or Mother God? Well, I think I've heard what they would say about it, but um, yes. I'm going to make this very brief because we're going to need to to end the show um, shortly. So um, what I would suggest is you try to get them either to listen to the shows or to read some of the messages. That's a really the most powerful way is to get them to start thinking about something else. You can't scold people out of the way they are, you know, or the way they've been taught. So it has to be that you offer them a vision that's more interesting, that's more fun, that has um, a more inspiring message. And if you can manage to bring them some picture of what the world is going to be like and how things are changing... Most people are feeling the energies. Most people will agree with you that they're feeling something changing. So start start small. Start with, you know, you can really feel the energy coming across the planet. You can feel things changing. And here's what I've been hearing about, that there are going to be tremendous changes in the economic system, that we're going to get out from under this drudgery and um, fear-based economic system that we've lived in. And most people get kind of interested when you start saying those things. And there's a lot of um, basis just in the, mm, I won't say mainstream exactly, but there are plenty of economists, plenty of... um, political thinkers that are coming out with some really interesting things these days. Um, I read a, I saw a headline that Paul Krugman is newly energized and newly inspired. So there, there are people who, you know, write for the New York Times who are getting it too. So we're not just the lunatic fringe out here, you know. We really are getting real information. We're experiencing real things, 
and other people are too. You'll be surprised if you broach the idea to your friends. Think what life would be like if we didn't have to think about money. What would yes. your, how would your life be different? Start, you know, with something fun. Wouldn't it be a fabulous world if we never had to think about money? Try it. Ideas. If they're really interested, then get them to read some of the messages and listen to the calls. Uh, yes. Okay. Good advice. Thank you so much. Uh, let's uh, uh, all of us send love, light, and blessings to the people in Ukraine uh, and Russia, South America, and other countries, uh, and the whole beautiful planet. Uh, let there be peace. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Raisa. That is a very good idea. Why don't we close our show with that lovely idea that together we can create a tremendous pillar of light, a tremendous blast of love. And, of course, the more people feel the love, the less they want to go to war. So let's send the people in Ukraine and all around the world where there's still trouble spots. Let's send a big blast of love to the grid and let it rain love all around the planet. Meg? Yes. So let's hear your vision of what that looks like. Hmm. I loved Mother God's expression of community. So my vision is hands of every color, of every size, of every age, grabbing hands, Hmm. circling and recircling and recircling with animals, with the waters, with the forest and the crystals all combined in one energetic flow around the globe with rainbow colors sparkling, and the above and below, all joining energies together. Oh, lovely. All right, and we're going to send ours right from our hearts to that beautiful picture that Meg has just painted for us. Thank you, Meg. And all the hands, feel your own hands joining. And feel your hands touching other hands. Big blast. Oh. Mm. Let's let's do one more. And I'll go three, two, one. Okay. Okay, three, two, one, and now another big blast. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Like fireworks. (laughs) Wonderful. Thank you, Catherine. Okay, everybody. See you on Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time in the afternoon for our Training for Ascension and Healing Show. And here goes the music. And good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night, Catherine. Good night, Meg.
When we heed a certain call When the world must come together as one There are people dying Oh, when it's time to lend a hand to life The greatest gift of all We can't go on Pretending day by day That the moment somewhere will soon make a change We all a part of God's great big family And the truth, you know love is all we 